Hey, let's go to the Pentagon, though. I want to hear this about the our sick defense secretary. Hope he gets well soon. I also hope he quits. Turned home the next morning. His prostate cancer was detected early, and his prognosis is excellent. On January 1st, 2024, Secretary Austin was admitted to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center with complications from the December 22nd procedure, including nausea with severe abdominal hip and leg pain. Initial evaluation revealed a urinary tract infection. On January 2, the decision was made to transfer him to the ICU for close monitoring and a higher level of care. Further evaluation revealed abdominal fluid collections impairing the function of his small intestines. This resulted in the backup of his intestinal contents, which was treated by placing a tube through his nose to drain his stomach. The abdominal abdominal fluid collections were drained by non-surgical drain placement. He's progressed steadily throughout his stay. His infection is cleared. He continues to make progress, and we anticipate a full recovery, although this can be a slow process. During the stay, Secretary Austin never lost consciousness and never underwent general anesthesia. Prostate cancer is the most common cause of cancer among American men, and it impacts one in every eight men and one in every six African-American men during their lifetime. Despite the frequency of prostate cancer, discussions about screening, treatment, and support are often deeply personal and private ones. Early screening is important for detection and treatment of prostate cancer. Hey, hold on a second. They just told us about a tube in the guy's nose, taking out the food in his stomach, and now they're talking about privacy. All right, pump up the volume again. remains in good spirits. He's in contact with his senior staff and has full access to required secure communications capabilities and continues to monitor DOD's day-to-day operations worldwide. This time, I do not have any information to provide in terms of when he might be released from the hospital, but we'll be sure to keep you updated. And until then, we will continue to release daily status updates on his condition. We in the Department of Defense, of course, wish him a speedy recovery. The department recognizes the understandable concerns expressed by the public, Congress, and the news media in terms of notification timelines and DOD transparency. And I want to underscore again that Secretary Austin has taken responsibility for the issues with transparency, and the department is taking immediate steps to improve our notification procedures. Yesterday, the Secretary's Chief of Staff directed the DOD's Director of Administration and Management to conduct a 30-day review of the department's notification process for assumption of functions and duties of the Secretary of Defense. While the review is underway and effective immediately, the Chief of Staff also directed several actions to ensure increased situational awareness about any transfer of authorities. Increased situational awareness. To include ensuring that the DOD General Counsel, the Chairman and Vice Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Combatant Commanders, the Service Secretaries, the Service Chief of Staff, the White House Situation Room, and Senior Staff. All right, so what happened was that when he went uh, under the knife in December... Sounds like they didn't tell anybody. They didn't tell anybody. And now they're going to have this 30-day review, and at the end they're going to say, okay, we got to tell everybody. But hopefully the questions will die down by then. That's what their strategy is. Uh, what do you think? Uh, hmm. I, it's always just sort of bizarre to me the way those like HIPAA laws kind of run in contrast to, like I guess, what is considered the public's right to know about certain officials and in government and stuff like that. But I feel like the biggest news outcry was based off the fact that President Biden seemed not to know about uh, Lloyd Austin's condition. Not 
necessarily whether or not, you know, people within the military were notified. Well, that's the thing. It's not, it's not, he doesn't have to tell the troops. He's got to tell his boss. He's got to tell the White House. Turn it up one more time. Defense.gov. Also, Dr. Michael Chase, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for China, Taiwan, and Mongolia, began talks yesterday oh, this with is other People's stuff. Republic of China, Major General Song. Thanks, 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 thanks. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I told everybody, I know guys who know this guy pretty well, that he wasn't smart enough for this job. A lot of people aren't smart enough for that job. It's no, no offense. I could handle it. I could totally handle You're it. You're talking about Defense Secretary. Yeah, I could handle it. I don't know if I could get confirmed, but I could definitely handle the job. Uh, then again, they've got so many rats down there. They really do. I know somebody who uh, got investigated because it was a political appointee, and somebody went to the cafeteria, and they said, can you give me a sandwich while you're there? Here's money. And they actually got investigated for that. Misuse of government personnel. Can you believe that? It is a It is a total swamp with snakes, and they bite. Um. All right. So, where does that leave us? Well, actually, just you talking about you know getting in trouble for potentially asking somebody to buy you a sandwich makes me think of like NCAA and the way college sports used to be closely watched with stuff like that. Just shifting gears a little bit. Do you have any thoughts on the whole Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel back and forth? I haven't been following it. You know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. I can't believe the backlash I received. I'm so glad that guy injured himself. To be honest. Uh, number one, you know, he's not hurt in any serious way. He can still date his 26 year old girlfriend and, you know, he can still walk around, right? But I'm very glad that he did not become a force in New York as the quarterback and that he was taken out of that uh, game in like eight seconds because he was pushing psychedelic ayakasha tea or ayakuska tea. I don't care how you spell it. I know about this tea. You take it, it gives you all kinds of weirdo visions and it is a replacement, a fake false replacement for God. And it's amazing how impressionable people are, the celebrity worship that's out there, uh, little kids wearing the name of some man who sips Ayakasha tea and dates a 26-year-old girl. And, you know, like, I am glad that he's been marginalized culturally, at least in this area. Uh, I hope he does not come back. Uh, I want him to live a long life not playing football. And he can count his money or do what the hell ever and drink that tea to your heart's content. But that's that's you. You've been pushing that. He's been pushing that stupid tea. It's amazing. I got more grief. He gets less grief. He pushes that tea, and everybody's like, oh, tell us more. I talk about Jesus, and I get I got to have three meetings about did I possibly offend somebody, right? I mean, what the hell kind of world is this? But you know what? It's a great world. That I, that kind of is part of the that's part of the equation when you are a Christian. Actually, it's all built in. Uh, so, uh, but you're probably not a big Jimmy Kimmel fan. Yeah, I understand they're having some squabble. I don't really care. Something about Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, yeah, Rogers suggested that Kimmel would not want those lists to come out. Kimmel would not want Aaron Rodgers to that. Kimmel would not want those Epstein lists to come out. This was said, I guess, last week before they had actually been published. Uh, and then Kimmel said, oh, I'm going to sue you if you don't watch what you're saying. They well, that kinda... sounded like a pretty stupid thing for Aaron Rodgers to say, to imply that somebody else is a pedophile. That's what well, he's that's what he's implying. Pretend... And that is not only is he a, a bad ambassador for public health, he's also libeling, you know, a, a comedian who used to be funny in my book, Jimmy Kimmel. 
when he was on the Man Show. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I thought that guy was incredibly well, what talented. What about if he was just saying that maybe Kimmel wouldn't like some of the names that were being on the that are on the list? We all know what he's exposed. getting at. We know what he's getting at, and it's and uh, so Kimmel hit back pretty hard. I heard. Yeah, he did, and then he asked. But did he make uh, fun Rod- of him for the Akasha tea? I believe that's been part of his uh, making fun of Rogers. He made fun of him for the vaccine a lot, and and suggested that he's not very smart. Uh, concerning his thoughts on the vaccine. Oh, these woke weirdos. Who cares? That's now Kimmel's getting on my nerves. I don't care. <laughs> I, that, 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 these guys are perfect for each other. Uh, the vaccine is between uh, me and the doctor. Aaron Rodgers did not take the vaccine. Oh, yeah. That's why the conservatives liked him for a little while. Uh, I, you know, my, my view on that is my business. It's your business. I didn't want to be forced. Nobody should be forced. But I didn't like making heroes out of anybody who was involved in that, whatever their decision was. So uh, that's that. It's a, And most people don't even know. Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's not like Joe Namath. You know, Joe Namath. The whole country knows who Joe Namath is still. They don't yeah, know who that, Aaron Rodgers is. You don't is. think so? I'm no. pretty sure people know who Aaron Rodgers is. Not really. No. No, they don't. Especially here. We've got the guys, the crybabies. They had grown men crying when he, uh, couldn't when he got play. hurt. Yeah. Grown men. Yeah, well, you know, Jets fans take it pretty hard, I guess. By the way, the meetings that I had to have regarding Jesus were not here. We're not anywhere else. It was a while back, but I had a huh. – yeah, yeah. Somebody I, said, oh, like, take oh, it yeah, easy on watch that. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, but not that I was pushing anything. I was just sharing uh, my story. Hey, you want to hear uh, Michelle Obama say some fake news about what it's like to be black in America versus white in America, okay? Uh, here she is on some dopey podcast. Go ahead. The White House tests you in ways that – you never anticipated. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we came out as a family, as individuals, the four of us, me and our two daughters, that was us. Mm-hmm. That was our values, our compassion, our our smarts, our strategy that got us through. You know, I'm so proud of my husband and the way he led, the way his administration worked. The team that we built, so proud Stop. of everyone. Uh, spying on journalists, right? Pushing this woke ideology, turning America into a socialist country. You're proud of all that stuff? And him getting all kinds of fake credit because why? Why exactly? Because of the way he looked, the color of his skin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of sick world we live in. I was reading an article in the New York Times, and they referred to two older white men and their observations about something. And their observations had nothing to do with race. It was about, I don't know, insurance or something like that. And But it was like, oh, what do they know? They're two older white men. But this young, slick black guy is so cool. Why? It's just, it's so not American. It doesn't matter the package. It's, it's what's inside the package. All right. It, here's where she gets really stupid. I'm, I may have diverted from the question, but... Beautiful. Um, I think that's that's because of who we are, and I know that now. Mm. I can I can see it in your eyes and and feel it from your words. Like it's who's this like, kissing us? Like knowing that you know it it can't always be that way in one sense. It's almost like great that you've been able to leave, but there's a there's that feeling also of like oh, but that was great. I mean, the bars are different for people in life. That I've learned. Mm. This is the thing about being another. Mm-hmm. You learn how to be excellent all the time mm-hmm. because you can't be less than. Mm-hmm. Other people can. Other people can be indicted a bunch of times and still run for, for office. Mm-hmm. Black man can't. 
you just learn to be good. That's and in the end, not true. It's not. Tr- I knew it wasn't true. And there are some like spectacular examples, dozens of black men being indicted and being elected st- to stuff. And unlike Trump, sorry, I mean, I'm not saying, but, you know, there are plenty of these indictments were like real deal things, you know, crack, uh, prostitution, uh, financial fraud, right? I mean, big, big stuff. I mean, New Jersey senior senator beat an indictment once before, as a matter of fact. Oh, Menendez. Menendez. Yeah. He may be innocent, by the way. He may be innocent. Maybe so. 